What's happening, everybody? I'm Ron Horbin. You are watching Comedians Uncork. Blah, 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 blah. With blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> We're leaving that in. Hello, everybody. This is Ron Horbin. You are watching Comedians Uncork podcast with Pat. What's your name? Pat Largo. <laughs> okay. That's all. Okay. All right. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ryan Horvath. You are listening to Comedians Uncork Podcast. Comedians Uncork Podcast, where they uncork the comedians. I don't know what that means, but they're uncorking. Perfect. <laughs> now, broadcasting live from the podcast palace on Park Street in beautiful and dangerous Clearwater, Florida, it's the Comedians Uncork Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Tony Gard. And Pat Largo. Hey, and welcome. It's the Comedians on Cork podcast with Tony God and myself, Pat Largo. This is great. We want to welcome all of you guys again, man. I hope you had a great uh, uh, Thanksgiving. If you're new to the show, if you're new to the Comedians on Cork podcast, you can subscribe today at Comedians on Cork. It's on most platforms, including, of course, YouTube, where you can just hit that subscribe button. We would really love you in a manly sort of way for that because we post some content, a few uh, pieces, a few elements um, every single week on YouTube. And again, a big thank you, uh, and we said hi to, hi to you last week on Breaker. That's our latest podcast platform. Everyone also on Spotify and Google Podcasts and all those great platforms. Thank you so much for uh, for tuning in, and a big hi to the folks in the Philippines. So uh, also a big uh, big hi to those guys. Don't forget to visit our website. It's uh, comediansuncorked.com. All links are in the uh, description. And, of course, a huge thank you to our studio sponsor, uh, Ms. Julie Drollzag from Century 21, right here in beautiful Clearwater, Florida. You can contact her for all of your real estate and property needs and information at 727-902-9233 or floridabeachbusiness.com. So we got that going on. And yes. we got some... Tony God, in the meantime, while I get to uh, the uh, the stuff today, good to see you, my friend. It's our first one via Zoom. I'm pretty excited. This, well, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I, ha- I didn't even know what Zoom was until last year when the, through the pandemic. But let me, uh, let, let me <laughs> let me let me going to- quarantine style today. Dude, we really are. We're going so quarantine OG style, man. So uh, we got uh, before we find out what was going on with you, we got uh, some great stuff coming up in this show, which I'm excited about. We have, um, and you mentioned this, comedians becoming victims of senseless, uh, senseless violence. It's yeah. real out there, folks. The struggle is real. It also, is real. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld is not up to nothing. And he then we have some, right. And I can't wait. I don't know too much about. I just watched a lot of Jerry recently and saw him in some stuff recently, but I don't know if I know what you're talking about in this particular story. So I'm excited to see that. Um, and then great news for us here in Florida, a South Florida comedian uh, gets picked up for a national tour. We're going to talk about that folks. That's right. And then we're going to answer a little later on. But yes. And then we're, a little later on, we're going to answer the question of the week, which we posed to you guys last week, which was who are your two favorite comedians in dramatic film roles? That's a good question. There were a lot of options. There were, and, and like you, I I easily went with. I had like four or five swinging my swimming in my head, but I picked a couple, and then I just went with a few extra options of movies that they were in. Yeah, because you just can't stop. Like it, it's like potato chips. You just can't have one. I just can't That's do it. two and give you one movie. They're like Pringles. That's right. guys. <laughs> they're that they're that they're that crispy. So uh, what do you have going on this week, man? First off, how was your um, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was all right. You know, yeah. it was, uh, you know, a little somber. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we got together with family and everything. So it was cool. You know, everything was it was just a little bit more quieter. Yeah. But uh, everything was good. So how about you, man? Yeah, man. For the same thing. Somber first uh, Thanksgiving without my mom. So that was kind of weird, you know, in a way. Uh yeah. And then uh, I spent, uh, <laughs> I can't complain. I spent it at my girlfriend's mom's house and we, it was just like four of us, like her son and he's like 31. So it's fantastic. He just eats and runs and goes and fantastic. Um, so <laughs> then, kids. Dude, no, it's great. That, that, yeah. No kids. Just, just mom. Just, just I'm videotaping Lisa and her mother, Gail going back and forth in the kitchen yeah. about they're They're going over recipes. I've been cooking apparently for the last 35 years. But apparently they're still uh, screwing everything up. Just to hear them kibitz and bitch at each other, it's hilarious. <laughs> so, and, but in a nice way. And then I'm ready to watch football. I come over, and Lisa's like, "Hey, you know, 
uh, telling her mom, you know, Pat lost his mom and everything. And, you know, I'm sure he has some of his family traditions and, you know, Hey, if he wants to come over and just watch some football and everything, and that'd be great. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Like that's yeah. I'll bring beer and stuff and some food. That'd be great. Let me just watch some football. I love it. And I go over there and I go, <laughs> and her mom goes, Hey, it's time to watch the movie. And I go, the movie, is that a football game? Because that's <laughs> that doesn't sound like a football game. Yeah, that sounds like a weird team. Right. So I tell you that to tell you this. So Lisa had this surprise where she's taking me in a couple of weeks to Alaska for Christmas and, and um, New Year's to hang out with her mom and her sister and her brother-in-law. The brother-in-law and the sister live in Anchorage. Nice. I, I put a sweater on when it's 65 degrees out. Yeah. So we're going to Alaska in December. So the movie she wants me to watch, the mother, Gail, God love her. It's um, Into the Wild. It's a true story. (laughs) Right. With uh, Vince Vaughn and Hal Holbrook, all these stars. And it's a true story about this young kid who kind of ran away from his home at a very like 20 years old, 21 years old. And goes across country because he wants to go to Alaska. He dies, though. And Yeah, and exactly. If you haven't seen it, folks, the kid dies at the end. It's a true but, story. True story. But the scenery is breathtaking. Yeah. How he dies, I'll leave it up till you watch. Because it was a good one. It's two hours and 40 minutes. I know how he dies. I know. <laughs> so do I now. You're like an idiot, man. He was stupid. But... I'm thinking to myself, I said, Gail, is this supposed to be uplifting? For A, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, Number B, I'm I'm going to Alaska in a couple of weeks. Is this what I'm supposed to be looking out for? A bus that I can die in? It's not encouraging. It's not encouraging. So that was my Thanksgiving. So uh, needless to say, I drank heavily. Well, how how did that Shopapalooza go? Oh, my God. I'm glad you brought that up. I was just telling you before we went on air here. So and I, I mentioned to you guys last week, I got to MC the entertainment stage for Shopapalooza. It's a it's a the biggest shopping event in Florida and perhaps the, the country, the biggest small business event. Two days uh, this past weekend, Saturday and Sunday, right after Black Friday at Vinoy Park. Yeah, we need that now. We need that big time. Dude, It we not only do we need it, it was insane. Um, we had vendors and food trucks running out of food. It went from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wow. Eastern time. We had some people running out of stuff at 1230, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. There were so many people. And what I mean, but but safely done. People who were, I'm sure they were vaxxed. People had plenty of masks on. It was, it's outdoor. It's a huge outdoor 11-acre event. Yeah. So don't give me any comments about, you're a killer. So, <laughs> um, it's, um, it was huge, man. The media coverage was amazing. Uh, and, and thank you to all our local stations. Uh, but I yeah, mean, you were it, all yeah. over the uh, local stations. I was tired. Yes, I was tired. I mean, Fox 13, uh, WTSP Channel 10, uh, ABC Action News, WFTS. Thank you to you. Bay News 9, uh, Tampa Bay Times, uh, uh, More TV, MOR. Uh, anyone else I may have missed. Uh, thank- oh, WFLA Channel 8 TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys have my vocal cords humming, man, because I was talking to you guys all weekend. So a huge event with local shops. One, my friend Esther Venuzio, who created this whole thing 12, 13 years ago. It's amazing oh, wow. now. You know, it's crazy when media contacts you and say, hey, yeah. we're coming to your event to cover this. It's something they want to cover. Yeah, Dude, it's crazy, man. So thank you for bringing it up. I'm literally I'm still drained. I'm on my fourth cup of coffee. I'm just like I could just sit here and nap. I'm so tired oh, from this last weekend. Well, don't do it. Not yet. No. We got stuff to talk about. We got, dude, we're talking you comedy. You're asleep. I know. <laughs> we're talking <laughs> comedy, and I'm happy to be here with you. And uh, what do we got coming up first here? The uh, Oh, this what is this well, one we have? The uh, the comedians uh, become victims of senseless violence? Well, this is, uh, now this just happened uh, this past week here. A couple of different comics, different scenarios. Yeah. Uh, for what happened to them. And there's this one comic from Memphis, uh, Demonay. I can't, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. But basically, this guy, uh, I guess he was, he was trying to, you know, like most comics do, trying to get attention. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get people to pay attention to him. They're trying to say something shocking. Well, he decided to go online, I guess, on Instagram. I'm going to play the, uh, a little bit of the um, news clip that they had running okay. here. 
but apparently he decided to comment on a rapper who was recently gunned down, who was recently killed. Oh, wow. So in turn, because he was talking about him, he got gunned down. So that's like just ridiculous. But uh, so here, let me see if I can play some of the uh, audio from the from the news. Hopefully you, you can hear it here. Let me see. Identified the victim as 21-year-old Yurion Childs, a rising comedian here in the Bluff City. Yurion Childs was alive with how loved the ones are remembering him. He spoke out about young Dolph, which brought a lot of attention yeah. to him over the last few days. A in a series of Facebook posts, Childs questioned the outrage people were feeling as a result of Dolph. Tuesday night, he was down at Valero on Watkins in Frazier. Memphis police say they have not determined if the of Childs is connected to any other incidents in the city. Childs' family tells WREG that his words were taken out of context and his has nothing to do with the slang rapper. So that guy. Wow. Yeah. So he was gunned down. So, so that's like one of those things where I, I get it. You want to get attention, but I mean, you got to kind of measure the temperature of the room there because he was, he's there talking about this, this rapper who obviously had enough followers and obviously was, you know, there's, you know, they're more real gangster. So they're going to retaliate just for yeah. remarks. So, right. So the guy's dead now. So that's like, it's crazy that people are reacting like that. It's well, I'm, you know, and I think, well, and that's the first comedian. I'm, that's, that's, that's something. I mean, I, I know it happens all the time, but yeah, I, I've never heard of like an entertainer like this, like a comedian. I'm not talking about like rappers like like Tupac and Big. I'm talking about something like this where he just mentions something and then soon after gets killed himself. Yeah, just for saying, just, well, just, for, just for posting a comment right. online. So it's really gotten extreme when people are just trying to, you know, obviously he's trying to be funny or he's trying to connect. He's trying to get attention with saying something a little bit more outrageous. Right. But I'm sure he didn't think it was going to end up like this. Costing yeah, this is really insane. Yeah. Well, here's a yeah, here's another story. Now this guy's kind of completely opposite direction here because this guy was a magician comedian. And uh he got gunned down in Los Angeles. So let me see if I can Yes play this. You might have you might have heard uh, this story. This TikTok magician from Lehigh Went to yeah. Lehigh High, and I'll just perform at local comedy camp, Cafes. Just hours ago, ABC 7's Christy Soto sat down with Bryce's mom in Lehigh Acres. This is an lived and was cut short thousands of miles from Matthew Price was a 27-year-old magician and comedian from Lehigh Acres. Bryce was a TikTok sensation. Magic dice atomizer. All you have to do is shake it. His magic captivated thousands on social media. So he moved across the country. So he was from Fort Myers. Street. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people know him from here. Yeah, so he was caught in a robbery. So it's like this violence is just crazy. And and uh, and to top it off, now here's so that and that guy, like you said, he's from uh, Fort Myers. Yeah, so he's from Florida. So he moved to L.A. Yeah, to pursue his uh, his career, and, and he got caught in the in the crossfire. Yeah. Yeah, in the wrong place at the wrong time. Now, I, I, I didn't ever get a chance to work with Matt. I have heard lots of good things because just seeing the posts last week, uh, uh, late last week, about, you know, people working with him and him getting murdered and him moving from Fort Myers to L.A., which is, I mean, it's just great to, to just be, go big like that, do your thing. I, no one had a bad word to say yeah. ever, apparently, about him. That's how cool he yeah. was. 
Um, and that's just to be, you know, you know, it just goes to show that there's no, you know, there's no one thing that can cause it. I mean, there's, it's out there and it's real. And this is happening. Like, this is crazy that it's happening to as many entertainers at once, you know, just in these extremes. So yeah, this, these are, none of these happened inside the comedy club. These right. are just comics, uh, you know, basically just going about their lives right? and doing what they do, you know. But my point is with more people now getting more brazen and just going on stage and, and storming stages, whether yeah. it be concerts or comedy shows, and at least at concerts, you've got band members and you've got instruments, you know, uh, on a comedy stage, you got the mic stand. That's about it. I mean, you know, otherwise you're pretty much alone up there. That's my um, weapon of choice. Yeah, right. That or the or the or the the, the stool. I mean, that's all you got. Yeah, um, like I hate when they hand me like a cordless mic. I'm like, hold on, I got no weapons. Man. I know I gotta have What's something. To, right. <laughs> it's true though. You're right. To work with here. Um, but I mean, like, I mean, I'd rather have it that way than like them uh, waiting for him to go to a show and going to the club and shooting the club up at a show and killing him yeah. or something, but maybe injuring other people as well. Because I gotta tell you, man, nowadays. Yeah, I, I. When are we going to start seeing like metal detector searches at at comedy shows? I yeah, that's that's escaped my like why the reasoning why hasn't that happened yet? I mean, that's just logical. You know? know, yeah, that's just really logical at this point in time. You know, because people, you know, the truth is, if people are going to complain about you know their right to uh, to weapons and all this stuff, their gun yeah. rights and all this crap, well, then guess what? then you should be okay with metal detectors and businesses as soon as you enter or, or even being locked out until they let you in to make sure that they're safe. Because in order for you to carry a gun, to walk around freely with weapons, uh-huh. we, we know that there's going to be a certain amount of element that shouldn't have the weapons and they're going to still frequent these uh, venues as well. So everybody's right. still in harm. Regardless of whether you have a weapon or not, it's sometimes it's about who draws first. So if the, if the bad guy draws first because of the element of surprise, which you don't dictate just because you own a weapon, then we're going to have get metal detectors, get metal wands, whatever. If there's, if it goes off, then send the people back to their car, put it back in right. your vehicle or something. Right. You know, right. Can't come in the, can't come in the venue with that. Yeah. It's too dangerous. It just, Getting, yeah, you know, you said it's getting a little, little dicey out there now. I mean, you know, dicey it, man. So it's just not good. But anyway, well, I mean, that's just the main, the main thing. You got to watch. We we love freedom of speech, don't we, Tony? God, we love freedom of speech. You know, and uh, sometimes and it'll, it'll make you catch it. It'll make you catch your bullet, though. Sometimes, huh? But that's the thing. You know, the thing is that people mistake freedom with um, with with no consequence, right? You know, there's, you know, you got freedom of speech, but just because you said it, you're free to say it doesn't mean there's not consequence to what right. you say. Correct. You can say it, but, you know, somebody may take it a certain way. Comics know that very well. That's one of the that's one of the reasons that comedians are more uh, apt to fight for free speech, because they understand that it's not about what I say. It's about how you take it. I can't dictate that part. But I have the right to say it. So if you take it a certain way, a negative way, and now nowadays people react violently to a negative response, you know, you got to take that into consideration. You know, how far away am I from the first table? If these people don't like me, can I can I move? Can I make a move here? Uh, Yeah, just like that. Yeah, where's my exit strategy? Which part of the stage? How do I? If they're coming left, do I? Where do I have room to the right? Yeah, because it's true. You know, when you're a little bit blinded by the lights on the stage, you can see the first couple of rows. And you're right, though. You got to kind of measure that going. If they just decide to bum rush right now, like sprint straight at yeah. me, I got to do a little a little Barry Sanders action and try. Yeah. Because otherwise, I need to. Yeah, I need to. I need to know what my time is in a, in a sprint. Yeah, I mean, I what's, what's I my best think, time? <laughs> I did. I thought my forty time was thirty years ago. What's my yeah? What's what's my time at, with two beers? You That's know, right. You, know, you gotta measure it. It's like okay, this is the second show. I'm a little winded. I right. Yeah. A little yeah. Yeah. Between shows. Yeah. If it's the second I might not show, be fast. I might not want to challenge this second show here. Right. Right. 
That depends uh, on how yeah. much they've been drinking. But you're right, though, man. It's like people, and, and again, I wish we could just have a nice discussion about that. Like it's free speech, and I and also I give you the green light to say what you want to say. But I'm probably not going to do anything bad to you or want to do anything bad to you. I might be like, oh, that's bullshit. That I, I don't agree with that. But I'm not going to like throw. Yeah, a exactly. At you. So well, that's I, the whole I, idea. Yeah, I just want like comics can say what they want, people. But just like just if you don't want to laugh again, I have no problem with you not laughing. I have no problem with you. Just thinking to yourself, okay, this guy's funny or this girl isn't funny, but no heckling. But sure as hell, don't be coming up on stage. Don't be thinking, man, you know what? I don't like what that guy said about guns. I can't wait to go to my truck later or my car later. And when he or she exits the building, I'm going to fire a couple of warning shots over that. I mean, we don't we don't need that, folks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, it's just yeah, weird. I'll, I'll even give you a quick side story about that if we have time real quick, Tony. So at, at, this, at my Palooza gig over the weekend, I was talking with a buddy of mine. And he lives in St. Pete and, uh, and St. Pete's a very cool city here in Florida, St. Petersburg, but it's very, it's getting more woke, so to speak. And everyone's all woked up, man. Like I said, I think I said it for a while now, Tony, getting woke makes me tired. So eventually the woke <laughs> people have to get some rest. So there's a, a, a American stage or some, some theater place down in St. Pete. They're doing a new version of Romeo and Juliet. And I swear, if I'm lying, I'm dying and I'm breathing right here and I'm not dead. And he tells me, he goes, hey, man, he goes, they have a new version of Romeo and Juliet. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, they have the new version. It's the same type of play. But at the end, it's a happy ending. Nobody dies. <laughs> and by the way, if no one saw, saw Romeo and Juliet, a spoiler alert, they die. So and I swear to God, he said that he goes, oh, my daughter is so woke. She's offended at everything. And all the young people here in uh, in Pinellas and St. Petersburg are so woke and so offended by stuff that they didn't want they didn't want the regular ending they wanted a uh, the whole story but a happy ending to make him live happily ever after wow you know what i would they can't do that i mean did they do that on stage i believe I mean, they a, have yeah i think it was a stage production well i guess it's shakespeare so it's not like um you know there's no rights to it so anybody can do it oh but yeah reality, yeah the reality is that if they're doing that, then you wrote a different play. You're not doing Romeo and Juliet because Romeo and Juliet is a tragedy. Right. It can't be a tragedy if they don't die. If there's no tragedy. Well, you don't want a tragedy. Do a different play. Do something. Right. If, if Then write a different play and don't call it Romeo and Juliet because that's not Romeo and Juliet. No. You don't get to rewrite it. The one that you have the right to is the one that's been written. Now, if you rewrite it, then you have to rename it. Right. You know, you don't get to change the the story. Otherwise, you know, there's, there's, I mean, that's that's infringement. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy. So, there and goes that's Titanic. I said they're going to have a tough time with the Custer remake. <laughs> oh jeez, I didn't end well. You know, you know, the thing is, you can't do that because it's like you're trying to deny reality. You're trying to you you only want to live in a in a uh, fanciful world where everything ends well. Right. Everything ends happily. That's not real. And if that's what you're projecting, if that's what you're telling people, because you don't want to face reality, these kids are going to have an even harder time as they get older. They're going to they're 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 the reason you don't want to cater to that crowd as a comedian. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's like. Because by the time they're old enough to actually see you, like they might, they might watch clips of you right now and they're going to cancel you. Yeah. Then 10 years from now, they're going to go back like, man, that was, that was spot on. That perspective was spot on. I didn't know because I was a freaking idiot to try to change Romeo and Juliet <laughs> into a, uh, it's a romantic comedy. Right. right. When I was 19 and 20, I didn't realize that the Titanic didn't just had to brush the iceberg and nobody dies. Yeah. It's all good. I didn't understand reality. And that's a true story. Right. That's a true story. It's and like this really happened. It didn't get by. All the other boats got by. The reason this one's. The reason you know about this one, because it didn't get by the iceberg. It didn't get by. And if we didn't have Titanic, we wouldn't have Leonardo DiCaprio. Damn right. 
and we rose. need to, and we need to, and that's where we need to end that. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's not listen. Don't All mess right. with Leo, man. I, I don't mess with Leo. Leave no, him alone. No, no, no. I like him. I still listen, like him. What's the um, guy? He died. He, he sank to the bottom of the sea in the cold water. Ice cold. Ice cold. Yeah. He got attacked by a bear. Slung around. The 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 revenant. That's right. Great movie. That looked painful. That looked very painful. That bear he broke it, him. He broke glass with his bare hands for Tarantino. Yes. Just to reveal that he cut himself. So let's. So I think the lesson here is leave Romeo and Juliet the fuck alone. That's right. <laughs> That's, I think. That's right. All right. Yeah. I think we need to get to the next story. Let's move on. This is going to be good, thank God. Number two, Jerry a, Seinfeld, you say, is not up to nothing. Tony God, please this, shed some light. This story comes to us from Good Housekeeping. What? Goodhousekeeping.com. That's right. Here's a headline. Jerry Seinfeld shares a big career update and comedians and cars fans won't be happy. Oh, no. So basically the story is that uh, it looks like it's it's the end of uh, comedians and cars getting coffee. You know, he's he's done with this. He uh, he went on to uh, the podcast, actually. Uh, Smartless podcast. Which is uh, with Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. They talk about comedy cars and his love of baseball. In the process, though, he shared two major pieces of news. And we have a feeling comedian in cars getting coffee fans won't be too thrilled about one of them. So basically, he was talking about um, ending the show. It's been on for a while. And uh, he's moving on to another project. That's okay. that's the summary of what this story is. All so right. if you're into that show, you like comedians and cars and coffee, which is really cool, which is you know a cool simple idea. It uh, and he reveals in the uh, article that it's not as simple as it looks, you know, with all the details and all the editing and so forth and all the production stuff that yeah. people don't see. But he's ready to move on. As for what Jerry plans to do next, this is from the article. We know that he is set to produce, star, and direct the upcoming Netflix movie Unfrosted, which is supposed to be about the creation and history of the Pop-Tart. So, <laughs> <laughs> he loves Pop-Tarts. So, right? So he says, I have some meetings about the movie thing. Not yet rolling. Early next year, we start rolling. As for his role as director, Jerry joked, it's a lot of work, which I don't mind the work, but I don't really know what I'm doing. Right. So he is going to be ending the Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, moving on into movies, it looks like. So I think Netflix is uh, picking up. Netflix is landing a lot of these big names to do these projects. And uh, I, I mean, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, that's like, you know, he's like gold. Oh, yeah. He's a golden goose, man. It, yeah. Well, I, well, that's what I love. Like you said, that's what I love about comedians and cars. Like every episode is about 15 to maybe 17 minutes long. Yeah. The only uh, episode that went longer, for the most part, was a two-parter. I think you only did one. Uh, I'm sorry, did two two-parters. One with Jimmy Fallon and one with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And I think those two with Eddie Murphy were almost about 30 minutes each. Like he was hanging out with Eddie and that, that yeah. was so cool. But other so you got to imagine the footage they didn't, they didn't show. Exactly. And, and, and I, and I encourage people, it's still on Netflix. So I just watched it with my girlfriend a few days ago. I said, Hey, you want to watch this on Netflix? She goes, yeah, you've been talking about this. And she loves Jerry. She loves the, the, the old show Seinfeld, which I can't believe has been off the air now or, you know, or stopped producing their shows. Uh, for 23 years now. Can you believe that? Isn't 1998. That Can't believe it. That's insane. Um, that, that went by like that. So, but I love comedians in cars and she's digging it. So, but, but again, I mean, uh, you know, he, he's so quirky. I will watch whatever this pop tart movie is. Well, you, you know, the thing is, yeah, it's called unfrosted. unfrosted. That's going to be on Netflix. Again, I'll watch it. I'm a, I'm a Jerry fan. So. Well, here's some yeah. more good news. I want to end the news uh, uh, on a uh, high note. Give it to me. With some comedian success. Uh, she just got picked up 
on a, a national tour, mm. opening for Gilbert Gottfried, Lisa Correo in nice. South Florida, which uh, I don't know if you know her. I, I know her. Uh, I don't. You know, I know you know of her at least. Yes. So yeah, so she's already uh, she's already set for to do several dates from December all the way through May of next year. So Good. the first like the first half of the year there. Uh, I'm sure she'll be scheduled for the rest of the year. She she's been around for a while. She's actually done a lot of uh, work with uh, Pat Oswald. She's open for him a lot. Okay. Uh, some really good guys, yeah. So it looks like she's going to be coming through, starting out down in Fort Lauderdale, where she's in from that area. She's going to, to Arizona, Colorado, uh, Toronto, good. Indiana, Ohio, Missouri. So she's going to be all over, opening for Gilbert Godfrey. Now she, like I said, she's been around for a minute, and she was actually on the Nickelodeon show uh, called uh, Every Which Way. I don't know if you. Really? I, I haven't heard. It's, it's. I think it's like a you know kid show. She was a, a character on the TV series Ramona. Uh, so oh, she okay. did I've heard that. Ramona. Yeah, yeah. So she's done some stuff like that. So she's been around for a while, and uh, it's good to see that she's uh, hitting the road with Gilbert Godfrey. That's that's awesome. I love that, and, and hopefully <laughs> we'll get Lisa on. That'd be great to get her on sometime down the road here. Yes. And get some Gilbert stores. And of course, people who are listening, if you want to give us a shout, you know, on YouTube or, or let us know on, on any of the, the, the podcast platforms you're listening to, uh, what we're talking about, not only just whether you dig it, but if you're like, yeah, get this guest on or hey, can you get, can you look into this guest or something, you know, or this comic? We'll try to reach out, man, yeah. with, with social media nowadays. Hey, all I do is literally just type and go, you want to be on a podcast? I, that's all I do. And if they say yes, cool. If not, I move on. Yeah, yeah, Lisa, yeah, she's down in South Florida right now. So, uh, yeah, it'd be great to have her on. And if you want to check her out, she, she's, she announces stuff on, uh, on her social media all the time. Like this is, she announced this on social media mm -hmm. and, um, the tickets for Gilbert Gottfried's at gilbertgottfried.com. And I'll, I'll probably put a link of that as well. But yeah, so that's great news. Good. Another, mm -hmm. uh, um, Florida based comic. Hitting the road with another great headliner, a legend. That's uh, what I'm saying. That. Yes, I love it. You know why we, we do that, folks? Because we're here in Florida. That's why. We love seeing our Florida folks. I don't care from the panhandle down to the Keys. I don't give a damn. Uh, to me, it's all <laughs> local here in Florida. So it's good yeah. to see comics man, either headlining, all the great comics that have come out of Florida, really big names, and to see something like this, like Lisa getting her thing opening up for uh, Gilbert Godfrey. So that's so cool, man. I love that. Go kick ass, girl. Uh, are we ready, uh, Tony, for the uh, question or the answer of the question of the week that we did uh, last week on our yes. Comedians Uncorked podcast? This was a fun one. You've had a lot of good questions. This one was really, really, I like this one a lot. Um, so the question was from last week, um, who are your two favorite comedians in dramatic film roles? Hi, I wanted to call in and tell you who my two favorite stand-up comedians as dramatic actors are. Oh, by the way, this is Aniria. Um, I would have to say that uh, Monique is one of them. Um, I love her as a comic and I love her as an actress. Uh, I really enjoyed her roles in Precious and in the movie Bessie, which I've seen a million times as her role as Ma, Ma Rainey. And my other favorite comic that is uh, an excellent dramatic actor would be Robin Williams. Um, if you haven't really checked him out, which I can't imagine anybody who hasn't seen him in a dramatic role. But my favorites are definitely Goodwill Hunting and One Hour Photo. Excellent, excellent work on both of their parts. Go first. Go ahead. All right. So so I, I, I had to do a, a honorable mention. Okay, I know you do. Just because it's for this is for film, so I wanted to mention for on TV. Uh huh. Richard Richard Belzer from Law and Order. He's been on the TV drama show. He was on there for years. Right. Years before that, he was a headlining comedian. He came up with like uh, Richard Pryor, yes, and all those guys. 
but yeah, he's been around for years. He was successful as a comedian. Then he, he went on Law and Order and he was there forever. And you know, if you if you didn't know he was a comedian, you just thought he was a dramatic actor. So that was a, a cool one. There's there's some other ones, but um, for the favorites for the film uh, dramatic roles, there are several. But I'm gonna give you a couple real quick. Uh, one is Whoopi Goldberg. Oh wow, there you go. Whoopi Goldberg, color purple. Uh, yeah, she was awesome. But yeah, she's been a dramatic actress. She's obviously comedian. Tony Award for or one person show on Broadway. The obvious answer a lot of people would think of was Robin Williams. Right. Which is an excellent choice. Yeah. But I wanted to go a couple other people different. One, Jim Carrey. Yeah, that was no. Was another great uh yep. great comedian, great uh dramatic actor. And Monique. Precious. Precious. She won an Academy Award for that role. Yeah, she Best did. Supporting actress. Yeah, she yeah. did. She was intense. That's so there's there's others, but I, there's you know those yeah. are some that some that stick out. Yes, so. and the last two you mentioned, Carrie. Yes, and then I was thinking just now. I was thinking, was her name? Was it? It was a one name thing. Was it Monique or something else? And then you said it, Monique. I'm like, that's it. So and that yeah. was awesome, right? Because like, was she? She was like not supposed. I mean, like when she was nominated and then won, that was like a total. She didn't surprise, expect right? to win. Yeah, yeah. She didn't expect to win that one. You know, that's, that's awesome. Um, mine, I went. I did go obvious with Robin Williams only because he had so many. You but, have to. You I have mean, to mention. Um, I remember him years ago. Me, and my parents watched uh, uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Right? Was it Adrian Cronauer he played? I think that was the DJ's name in, in Vietnam that he was portraying, yeah. Adrian Cronauer, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that, yeah. I don't remember. Um, and that was great because I had a cousin of mine in, in Vietnam. Um, now, I also thought of, uh, I know he did a one-hour photo. One-hour photo. Which was a crazy one. I yeah. also said Patch Adams. Patch was a, I know it was based on a real Doctor, yes, uh, Doctor Adams, movie, yeah, yeah, um, like Hunter Adams or something like that. But his nickname was Patch, and he yeah. was a doctor in real life. Not Robin, but this other guy was a doctor in real life. Who his passion was to help people, especially sick people, but yeah. also he wanted to use laughter and stuff like that, a, a natural type yeah. thing, also to help patients. That was with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. was in that movie. I believe Cuba Gooding Jr. And and then like that was right after my dad passed away. It was like ninety nine or something like that. So it was an emotional movie for me. So it was kind of funny, but it was also very intense. Uh, well, well, he's, yeah, he's got movies like that across the board that you don't even think about until uh, you know you start talking about it. But like, oh my uh, god, you got that? Yeah, what was it? Yeah. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, Dead Poet Society, Goodwill Dead Poet Society. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Did, uh, did I say good? No, he was in good. Was he in Goodwill Hunting? Yeah, yes. Goodwill Hunting. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, won, right. yeah, he won an Academy Award. Yeah, I know. I was got I got confused. That uh, one. But yeah, what's yeah, the they, other one? The one with uh, Robert uh, De Niro when he was the doctor. De Niro was in. Oh, like God! Uh, oh, what's uh, uh? I can't think of the name right now. But you know folks, what I'm talking about, folks. Help us out right now. Yeah, what's the word? Um, what is it? The hell is it? I know what you're talking about. I'll have to ask my phone after I get off that. I don't want to uh, interrupt the show now. But that one right there. So Williams across the board. Um, and then I went with Michael Keaton in Batman. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And That's people right good. now are listening and going, Michael Keaton, what are you talking about? And I go, yes, because he was a comedian. Yes. And I know because I checked it out with Tony last last week and he goes, yes, he was a stand-up. In fact, we had a Neary attorney on. I think we did this off off mic. And she's like, he was a comic? Yeah. So, yeah. You can look it up. You can find clips of him doing stand-up. And that guy is able to play so many different roles. But I loved it in, was it 89 or 90? That was the first Batman movie. I think it was like 89. Maybe 89, I want to say. Yeah, because a buddy of mine had the big uh, cardboard cutout of of Keaton, you know, in the outfit there. And like 92 was my best Halloween. I got to actually rent that Batman 
costume. I felt yeah. awesome in it. But just to, uh, just a quick uh, a quick check on the uh, the film is called Awakenings. Awaken! Oh wow! I'd have to like rewatch that because I forgot some of that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. That's good, yeah. but it's still. But it's like see, it's like Seinfeld said. And Steve Harvey in comedians on court, uh, on comedians on court, and comedians in cars getting coffee, they were talking back and forth about stuff, um, and they said, "You notice that there's great comedians can go on to be really great actors, but great mm-hmm. actors don't go on to be great comedians." Yeah. So you got that base of comedy and that pain and everything you're hiding or suppressing for the most part, and then how you carry it into a whole new area of art on screen and it makes a lot of sense so yeah yeah you know that's really cool it's easier to become revealing because you've already revealed so much as a comedian you know you're you're very vulnerable up there so it's like it's easier to to get into those vulnerable uh, situations in a script true you're you're like an open book up there so all right hey one should we do this week's question yes all right great let's do all right here we go So, this week's question of the week is, what punchline from a TV show is stuck in your head? Mm-hmm. So, what punchline from, like, just a TV, it could be a TV show from 50, from, 60 years ago? childhood, maybe. Right, your childhood? From, from yesterday. <laughs> what a, yeah, it could be a show you're watching Always. yesterday. It's like a theme song. Right. You get a line stuck in your head. So, exactly. Yeah, so right away, one. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking a couple of obvious ones. I'm trying to push those to the side and think about when I was younger. It's the things you say oh. at school because you hear them, it's a certain, you know, it could be a sitcom or something like that. And you, you say it back and forth. Well, you've been saying back and forth for the last 35 years. You're like, it never exactly, gets old. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it. it's like you, sometimes you don't even realize it's from a TV show. So you're like, oh, man. I got yeah. I got a couple already uh, kicking around. So. Yeah, yeah. So we Save. invite good. So we invite you guys who are listening again. You can leave us comments like on YouTube. You can uh, 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 answer on uh, give us a message on uh, on Spotify, any of the platforms that, that we can contact us. Just let us know what you think. Yeah, leave your so answers. That would be good. Now I get is that your doggy in the background? That is a dog. There are dogs here. You got. To- <laughs> A man. Oh um, man! Yeah. So this time of the uh, of the show, we normally like to provide uh, one of our uh, interviews, and we had some great ones the last few weeks between Aniri Attorney and Ron Hortman and uh, 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 John Jacobs. And then this week, I was trying to get this guest the last two or three days, and she was un- unfortunately unable to get on the show with us today. Uh, the fellows had to take a short break. Apparently, there's a bit of an indigestion problem, and they're down the hall. Uh, you're now stuck with me for a couple of moments, so let me just say, I don't use shoehorns any longer. They're bad for my feet. They make my bunions hurt. And lunch meat. Oh, lunch meat is bad for you. It, huh? Oh, they're back. Here again... Tony God and Pat Largo with Comedians Uncorked. And stay away from that lunch meat. Comedians Uncorked. Oh, my God. It's almost time to let people know where the shows are. What? 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 It's time for Where They where At. They at? <laughs> and don't forget, we're going to work on a little jingle for that soon. I'm working on it. I promise, folks. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Hey, can I throw mine in there too? Yeah, kick it off with yours. I got a couple of things happening this week. Uh, on uh, the second, on Thursday night, is the kickoff for the uh, New World Laugh Lab at the New World uh, Brewery. So just uh, you can go to the website, check that out, or find it on Facebook, on uh, social media there. New World Brewery, New World Laugh Labs, open mic, 7.30 is the uh, start time. It's a full list already, so uh, just come out and watch if you're in the Tampa Bay area, uh, okay, corner of Nebraska go. and Bush is your best bet. And then on Saturday, I have no idea about the tickets on this, but as I picked this up, they uh, they called me. I'll be uh, hosting a matinee over uh, at the Tampa Improv. Really? Oh, yeah. I think I 
I can't remember. I believe the headliner is uh, Brad Upton. Brad Upton. Yes, I was just going to mention that. And where are they at? Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you might have that information. But, yeah, I just, yeah, they, uh, that's something that happens as well, kids. If you're, um, if you're a comedian, you have a home club. A lot of times, like the, uh, the improv or the, like sites, but they'll have a stable of comics that keep a list of, and, uh, that's their go-tos for the shows in the area, the local shows. Yeah. You know, they're recommending for like, um, private events, that kind of thing. Somebody calls a club for you recommend. So that's what we do. They, uh, they call, see if we're available for in town. If you want to, you want to uh, pick up that gig or whatever. And, uh, that's how they help us out, keep us in business. So but that's what I got. So I'll be doing those two things this weekend and then, uh, preparing some more clips for the, for the website, for YouTube. I like that, man. And where's the, yeah, people were wondering, like Tony just said, it's basically where Tony and myself just tell you where some of the comics are in and around not only Florida, but around the United States of America, such yes. as this. Uh, I'm going to be at uh, Bonkers Comedy Club in Winter Park uh, Friday and Saturday. Uh, so it's going to be tomorrow and Saturday at Twisted Root uh, Burger Company. Going to be headlining that. And I will get the, um, I forgot, he's got a cool name, the features name. I'll, I'll have his, the, the name on the, uh, the, the Facebook page and stuff. So we give him some love too. So I can't wait to do that first time at Twisted Root in Winter Park for Bonkers Comedy Club. Uh, at Snappers uh, Grill and Comedy Club in Palm Harbor, Florida, Valerie Storm. She is funny. Nice. And no, she doesn't spell it the way you think. V-A-L-A-R-I-E because she's a superstar. Valerie Storm and Larry Venturino is going to be opening for her. Uh, Tampa Improv, you were just mentioning about it. It's Kev on stage this weekend. And then I got confused because he's there Friday and Saturday. But then I see another guy there Saturday. I'm like, how can that work? And then it's the show you talked about early matinee matinee at 3.30 p.m. with Brad Upton. I want to say he's a dry bar comedy guy. Yes, he is. Yeah. Apparently he's like, uh, I think he's gotten the most views. On really? Drive Bar, like so many millions of views. Oh, wow. Okay, I did not know that. So I know a dude's funny from what I, I saw. I think that's what I saw. But yeah, he's, he's a Drive Bar comedian. So that that's cool. I like that. And I'll be honest with you, I'm 51. I am not that far away from going to a 3.30 show for anything. <laughs> I'm there, man. Um, Nap time after that. You ain't kidding. I'm tired right now. Uh, Raleigh Improv uh, this weekend has Angela Johnson. That's the nice. one we had with um, Ron Hortman a couple of weeks ago, folks. And yeah. he's the one. That, that opens for Angela. Uh, and I forgot her actual marriage. Angela Johnson, I forgot the, the, the last name that she did. She uses her husband's last oh, name now, too. I forgot her. I'm sorry, Angela. Okay. Yeah, I'm but sure. she is as funny as she is gorgeous. And our boy, Ron Hortman, our local guy right here from the Tampa Bay area, he gets open for her a lot. So that's pretty cool. Um, Chicago Improv has Finesse Mitchell. So he's going nice. to be out there. Love him. He's going to be in yes. Chicago. Uh, Adele Givens is at the Arlington Improv. Des Moines, I'm seeing you in Iowa because I was there for a few months doing radio way back in the day. Um, Des Moines, Iowa, the funny bone has from Atlanta. Tony, ready for this? Dale Jones. Nice. Love Dale. Dale Jones, yeah. Is he in Atlanta now or is he still out in L.A.? uh, uh, No, him and and Jody White, they live in uh, uh, Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, they live in Atlanta. Now, I, I assume that's full time because I think they're grandparents now and stuff. Believe it. They look still oh, so okay. young, but they got grandkids now. But I think they're based out of Atlanta now. But if you're in that area and you're in Des Moines and you want to go to the Funny Bone, if you haven't ever seen Dale Jones, go do it. It'll change your life. Yeah. Um, sure. What else we got? Oh, Teehees. It's another club in Des Moines. Teehees in Des Moines has. Uh, he was on Conan three times. Uh, Brad uh, Wenzel is going to be there this weekend. Uh, Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, Florida has the the very funny Frank Del Pizzo. And I did this before I do my quick shout out. I have one more here at the um, actually, no, I take it back. I'm going to go into our special shout out, which is the Philippines. The Philippines, Tony. I was just looking it up. I didn't want to see. I didn't know who was playing there and if they had comedy clubs, but they got a bunch. So shout out to the Philippines, who apparently likes the Comedians on Cork podcast. Um, They've got the uh, Polari comedy club shout out to you laugh strip comedy bar i looked up the uh punchline comedy bar they oh, have the cool. um enjoy but it's e dash n dash joy so it's enjoy i hope i'm saying it right enjoy comedy club 
and also the Laugh Line Comedy Bar. All of those are in the Philippines. So thank you guys for enjoying comedy. Well, I've got news for you. What's that? Uh, then we've also added, um, uh, I guess we have a, a couple of listeners over in Australia. Really? Showing up in the demographics. Well, so thank you guys. Australia. Hey, mate. And I you feel yeah, because they're they're are they still locked down? That's probably why they're all locked down in Australia. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's nothing to do. We gotta check out the Americans, see Dude, what I'm, those crazy fools are doing. I know. I'm so sorry, man. That that that's if you're still locked down there, man. Fight the power. That's all I say. Fight the power. I'm sorry, man. But be healthy down there. But thank you guys uh, in the land down under for uh, for listening to us, man. So that's so cool. So we got your question of the week. Uh, which is uh, really cool. What uh, what uh, big line from a from a, a show is still stuck in your head from all these years? So we want you uh, to answer that again on Spotify, all the different um, podcast platforms. Well, you, you know what? If you if you answer the question, yeah. Uh, if if you uh, do it, if you can try to do a voicemail, like the go on Spotify, you can leave a message. Oh yeah, and say the line as the character or something. Give it a twist. Oh, that'd be cool. How about that? That'd be cool. Yes, do that. So you, some JJ Walkers out there. You got any? Uh... <laughs> oh, you just see that? You ruined it for about a million people. They're like, that was the one I was going to say. Say it. I don't care. You know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it'd be more, wouldn't that be fun, though? I think we should do that, have people record it, drop a, uh, yeah. drop a, voice, uh, a voice message or a, a voice file. A voice file, yeah. Just do that, yeah, on your phone real quick. Or if you're at home, just yeah, do the line that that's in your head, but do it like that. That character, yeah, drop an MP3. <laughs> I know that's a great, that's a great idea, man. So so cool, man. So again, thank you guys, man. This is our what episode seven, and just thank you for for being a part of this, man. For for listening and 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 watching us on YouTube, uh, and of course, uh, watch our social media pages for upcoming uh, guest interviews. Um, and uh, like, comment, share. Please leave us a review, good, bad, or indifferent. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, that helps us out a lot. Exactly. They really do. It helps us to, to grow. It helps us to learn what we're doing right or wrong. I mean, and just this is all new to me. So, I mean, I really enjoy doing it. So just we want to make it as good as we possibly can. So, and of course, a huge thank you to our studio sponsor, uh, Ms. Julie Drollshagen from Century 21, right here in beautiful Clearwater, Florida. You can contact her for all of your real estate and property needs and information at 727-902-9233 or floridabeachbusiness.com. But uh, I think I did see the light, though, so I, I have to. I only have a few seconds. I gotta, I, we got to get out of here, man. Time to go. Again, thanks for listening to Comedians on Court podcast with Tony God right over there. My name is Pat Largo. As always, laugh. You deserve it. Stay safe, and we will see you next week right here on the Comedians on Court podcast.